Pickaxe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. That's a round-looking Benson on the timeline at the minute. BRB, round, round big round Benson. Yeah. Big round Benson. Yeah. Do, you, do you think he has any nicknames down the pub? Like when he when he rocks up, do you think like a table of friends roar out, "Boots, boots!" Hey, up here comes Drink Benson Phillips. Oh, <laughs> oh there he is. He loves, he loves it. This one, he does. Oh. I love to. I love the idea of a local where everybody knows Dave's name. And he oh, walks yeah. in and he's like, oh, like here he is. And everyone's sort of, yeah, everyone's Dave. sort of like ribbing him in different but very sweet ways specific yeah. to him. Like, oh, here he is. Here comes trouble. You're around, mate. <laughs> it's just really wholesome. Dave Wholesome Phillips. Yeah. Uh, did any more DVDs to your DVD stack, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I've got loads of them. <laughs> we'll do handstands for pints. That is his, his <laughs> It's equivalent for drinking. Oh, no. Dave now it got sad. Oh, sorry, Dave. Like I thought you were going to say it. Like, imagine a, a pub filled only with children's TV presenters. Yeah, I thought you were going to say oh. that. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that. That sounds either really high energy or really depressing. I'm not sure which one. Because <laughs> they're all just sat around drinking being sad. Yeah. <laughs> Depends if it's a sort of drown over. your sorrows kind of pub or a mm. knees up, everyone, let's have a great time kind of pub. I think that makes all the difference. God, the play area, the crash of that pub would be out of this world. We've got gunge on tap, baked Sorry. beans. Just a pint of gunge, much. please. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. The play area is closed. Neil Buchanan's done a big art attack in it. So please stay oh. out of it for the next 24 hours. Neil, Neil, you've got to stop taking all the beer mats. <laughs> and arranging them into something. The head has been misplaced in the ball pool. We're just listening out for a sort of Brummy accent, a muffled Brummy. Oh, You've got to it. stop. Connie Hook nearly just flipping tripped over and killed herself there. Nearly <laughs> broke her neck. Jesus. Connie, please. I think I call her Connie Hook, like she was married to Captain Hook. Hook, yeah. <laughs> That's not right. I can't think of any of the children TV presenters. I think we've outfitted we it. That was it, just I'm, those in the three. Edit, I'm I'm going to make that pause way longer okay. than it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just extend it. Stephen Mulhern serves people pints of vinegar as a, as a prank. He yeah. still thinks prank patrol's going on. Um, I three thought Barney ninjas presented drop prank out. patrol, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, what was Stephen in? Just sort of CITV things. Yeah. Um, I always think that Stephen was... Uh, was um, in Basil Brush, but that was just the name of the character. But wasn't pres- it wasn't played by Stephen Mulhern. He was 
Master Stephen was the man in Basil Brush, but it wasn't Stephen Mulhern. Look at that. Yeah. Got that brush knowledge. Mm hmm. It's all there. Yeah. Oh, just found a different Master Stephen who's like a master of our world, world pranic healing. Oh, did you just Google Master Stephen? <laughs> yeah, just, I, just, I just hoped Google would know me well enough at this point. But there's a <laughs> very rad picture of the, the, the Grandmaster Wizard. Oh, wow. Look at this guy. Yeah, he's got like a psychedelic oh, wow. hand behind him. He's yeah. got a nice little snakeskin suit. <laughs> By mm -hmm. the looks of it. Oh, yeah, it's kind of scaly. He looks like he's about to tell you that things are theoretically possible, I think. <laughs> I like him. I'm going to subscribe yeah. to whatever belief he has. Me and too. Then we'll go for a drink down like the pub after. We might be teetering, perhaps, at the precipice of, I don't know, bit exhaustion? If you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. We're rapidly approaching the end of the tracks here with this bit. Do you think we should just very artificially say, that's the end of the bit, and now here's the podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast it's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a thing, a thing along, along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Right, boys, are you I'm... little puddles on the floor? Yeah, yeah, I dripped my last drip hours ago and now I'm just a voice. <laughs> You're like that bit off of the SpongeBob movie where they get dried out under the lamp and it's just a real sponge and a oh. dried out starfish. That's you. Probably. I mean, I, I've definitely seen that and know I'm what sure you're you talking have. about. Your yeah. basis of children's uh, entertainment is lodgely, lodgely? Lodgely. Help is lodged well and truly within sort of the 60s and 70s. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was a horrifying moment in cinema. I don't think there's ever been anything more grotesque put to the big silver screen. Ever. What, where we ever. watched SpongeBob die? Yeah, and just it went to graphic actual footage of a sponge and just that's a real just... sponge. He's dead. He's <laughs> this is what you're doing to the oceans, everyone. Well. Did you know that you can blend a sponge up into <laughs> nothing, like in water. You can put it in a blender mm -hmm. alive, like the living sponge. Mm -hmm. And then if you leave it, it will just go back together again eventually. And it's what? still alive and it's the same sponge as before. Hmm. That's weird, isn't it? That is weird. Probably can't do it with a starfish, but uh, I don't know. Do you reckon you like a other, maybe like a mammal yeah, of some maybe. kind? Mm -hmm. that's, how you, that's how you work up. You go straight from sponge to small monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Try it yourself. <laughs> yeah, why not? Got to put scientific theories to the test, and this is a good one. I want to be able to be put, smushed in at tiny bits, put in a jiffy bag and post it to the end of the country, and then yeah. I can have a holiday for just the price of the stamp. again. It's just yeah. like Willy Wonka. Just like William Wonka. Mm. There we are. Hey, everyone. This is our comedy podcast. Could you tell? No. Ooh. No? Well, it's a podcast, so we ticked that box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was going to continue it. going. I thought Michael was about to say something. God, it's going well, isn't it? What, yeah. What's the temperature? Yeah. My computer says sunny. 22 <laughs> degrees, it says here, but that's a lie. That's, that's not, a fucking I mean, lie. 
that's maybe outside, but I'm in a room with sunshine and computers in it. So, Ooh, you know. Plural computers. What, what, what operation are you running there, Peter? Well, I mean, only one of them's turned on. The other one's He's just sitting in the corner. mining bitcoins again. Yeah, mining oh. all the bitcoin. Flipping little miner boy over here. Yeah. Uh, this is our comedy podcast. Did you know that you can support us? Yes, you can. Not only by listening, but financially by going to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations if you donate three pounds or more you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and you get to join pod squad mikey's going to kick us off with the first squad the little uh, ploppy platoon it changes every week i should really get a thing going instead we're going to begin with the powerful the forceful the incredible indeterminate amount of moniker finn tristam Windy Miller, Ramble Hamble Amble Damble. Good, I like that. Mm. Ramble Hamble Amble Damble. I did it, I did it right first time well as well. Wow. Look at me, I'm on a roll. A succulent Chegney's meal. <laughs> An excellent massage. COVID meat product. Harrison Calnan. Pro trainer. Shreddy's. Shit. Shreddy shops at Wix. Flat arm wank. Mm. Spread cheeks. Slap balls. Kez of Gallifrey. Massive pectorals, Nugget Fox 42, Motorboating and Widdicombe, thanks, mm. Alan Claw's big birthday. Maybe oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Alan, Alan Claw, potentially. Happy, happy Mr. Claw. Tiny troop this fortnight is Ben's Big Bouncy Bensons. Chegwin is dead, but sorry, Chegwin is deadwin, R.I.P. Mm. Uh, Mr. Black, Specky Becky, Cheg Wind Waker stole my took. Mr. Blobby's Spotty Nobby. Uh, that sounds fu- like a dessert you'd get, uh, like a Brewster, like <laughs> yeah. Brewster's Fair. Spotted like, yeah. Nob. It's <laughs> the kind of thing that they make jokes about in pantomimes and stuff, but it's actually a long-standing British tradition as a dessert, <laughs> and we shouldn't be making fun of it. No. Um, the fart was a bit much for me, who was very generous and said, Thank you for all the entertainment, boys or girls. I thought I should join Pod Squad finally after listening since the start. Oh, thank oh, you very thank much. You. Thank you. Uh, ben o- Ovi. Be- ben Overbich. What am what? I. Am I. What's what that? Am I? Is that going to be like Bend Over Bitch? I think it might be, but it's maybe. spelled and capitalised very strangely. The ben. only way we'll find out <laughs> is if they donate again. No. <laughs> it's Ben and then O-V, uppercase, and then Erbich, without a T in it. So I don't know what that is. What uh, is that? Lord Brotovich. Uh, Labour Party Sir Kia Chegwin. <laughs> <laughs> why isn't Freddie Weber? Miskalisk. Linear the Magic Dragon, very good, I like that. Donak07, and the very generous, the very generous Axel's Alive95, who says, No joke message this time, guys. I heard about Mikey and wanted to try and help. I hope that this will afford him and Claudia some comforts. I'm glad to hear he is starting to feel better. Hope he gets back to 100%. The Walrus Clan loves its farty boy. I have no idea what that's referring to. No, no idea. Well... We'll never find out. I suppose. We'll never, never find, find out. out. Mm. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's incredibly generous of you. Thank and you. now on to the fast crew. We've got King Kong's flaccid schlong, Drew Peacock, <sighs> Chexistential Crisis, Kevin from Con, bummed as a child. Come on. Come on. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's very generous and said, Hey, boys and girls, thank you for being amazing. I've Sorry, amazing. 
I felt like I didn't do that with enough gusto. Mm, I've been here since the very beginning. I thought it was about time I donated to you. Also, hello from the future. You're on so many drugs right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, WWE Hall of Famer. Great to hear from you. Dr. Von Woff, the GP, the very generous Kimberly Edwards Yeebob, who says, hi, boys. I should have contributed to your podcast ages ago, but life just gets in the way. Thank you for all of your content. My partner and I thoroughly enjoy it. Hope you're married. Keep Mm. safe. And when you want to confuse someone, you ask them to spell IT. Oh. Well, that's what? ruined. Thank you, Kimberly Edwards, <laughs> ye Bob, for the effort there. Thank you. Did I ruin it? Yeah, you just meant to say spell, spell it, spell it, and like spell and they, what? They say spell what? You know, okay. got him. It's wow. like who invented the light bulb? What? The light bulb? What? What? <laughs> no, the light. What? The light bulb? Peter, it's too hot. Uh, isn't it just? <laughs> Peter, it's too, Peter, it's too hot. You've got. To, you must stop. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much Kimberly Edwards you Bob sorry for ruining your thing uh, Katie oh for fuck's sake catch your boobs of what Ooh, what Kate... right there's got to be something clever I see boob I see that I see boob there but catch your boobs of Kate well, well we'll come back to that one Katie... Cheggers died on a yeah, yeah. go on no have a go I don't know if... yeah that's it I don't know Katie's your boob Boob cat, your boobs. This feels like a fever dream. I don't know what that is. Help. Uh, Cheggers died on a mountain. Uh, Lovely Carl Richardson. Decouple jump. Mr. Macca. Wanking into Nana's knickers. Oh, Oh, God. I didn't come home, but I came. Just keep swimming, Ash. And Dick and Dettol in Ben's bum bum. There we are. That is the pod squad for this week. Thank you to everyone. What and, a rotten And also lot. less of a yeah, thanks, that was a less really thanks to some one. people. Um, <laughs> that was a, it was just, it's a challenging weather situation to read those. Um, mm. But if you'd like to join pod squad for next time, streamlabs.com forward slash poddy, it's donations. Uh, Try and outdo yourselves next, next uh, how week. Weird. Also camel case, please. Mm. <laughs> Put Put a capital letter at the beginning of word and letter. Oh, fuck. Let's no. move on. I I've don't got like some it questions. when Podgett is hot and sweaty. It's too no. stressful. There's too much shirt on me. Um, <laughs> I've got some questions here. The first one is in an email that I need to open, and it's from Christina at Christy 0667-8348. There were many Christies. Mm. Usernames taken. Uh, and she ups, presumably she, apologies, fuck, <laughs> apologies for assuming. Uh, they ask, how's Mikey? I'm all right. Cool. Who'd like to do their thing? <laughs> no, no tell right. us what's going on, Mikey. Tell us yeah, what's Mikey, happening. go what for it. Done? I have the proud accolade and achievement of being the first vidiot to be infected with the COVID. You're a COVID-iot. Is... Yay, I made well it. Well oh done, man. God. Proud of you. We always knew you could do it. Thank you. I'm doing my bit for the nation of helping boost those numbers up to the heights we want to see them. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 You're um, one of those statistics where you got it, but you didn't die, which is, a, you know, that's in the right direction, right? A that's plus. a good statistic, yeah. sort of. They'll, they'll mention me in at least one history book, won't they? Because if oh, I survived yeah. COVID, God. Yeah, it's it's been a wholly uneventful. God, when did I isolate? It's well over 10 days because I got it. 
and then brought it home and gave it to Claudia as well as a lovely gift. Oh, and nice. so we had to isolate for 10 days from her getting symptoms. Oh. And it's we've been stuck indoors in what feels like the hottest heat wave we've ever had. Yeah. And I've done nothing but sit on my arse and play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the most exciting thing I've got up to. <laughs> oh, you couldn't go outside and skate, so you did the next best thing. Yeah, did, you did I, it inside. I, I did try pathetically in our back garden for like a couple of days, but it just wasn't working out, and I got embarrassed. I just, I'm just, just turned into a couch potato. But hey, I learned how to do all the special moves on Tony Hawk. Like, I know the buttons. So Excellent. You can't say it's not been productive. <laughs> oh, no, I never would. But you're feeling better now, right? Yeah. How... If you don't Relatively mind me asking, mild... how was it? Yeah, what were the symptoms? Yeah, like? yeah. Um, I had a quite mildly. I've had my first jab, which I guess took some of the effects, but it was yeah. mostly just sore throat, slightly dizzy, um, loss of smell, which still is gone, which is fun. Uh, really? Oh. Um, yeah, it was just like a mild cold, and Claudia only had a sore throat from it, so... Unfortunately yeah. for her, she didn't lose her sense of smell. <laughs> no, she thought she this is my smell. one chance to get a break from Fart Man. <laughs> we'll no, save no. save a lot of money on shreddies this week. <laughs> there you go. That's the counter. Have you not been shreddies. washing your shreddies? Do you just replace them after every year? <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't replace them. Either. That's what the charcoal's for, right? It just absorbs it all and it makes it yeah. disappear. And when yeah. it's done, you just buy a bag of charcoal for a barbecue. You and just you set just fire slit to them. It. <laughs> yeah, you just set fire to them. Or you slit it open and put new charcoal briquettes inside. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And you use the old ones on the barbecue and it leaves a lovely <laughs> oh, no. smoky aroma. It's the best way to barbecue. Oh, God. Oh. But yes, I'm better, thankfully. And t- today marks my last day stuck indoors. So tomorrow is going to be a wild one. I'm going to be outdoors so damn much. Oh, Are you going to go yeah. get COVID again? Yeah, can't wait. Oh, Let's do that. Again. How fast can you get COVID again? <laughs> I'm speedrunning speed it. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. starts at midnight. Your next viral video. How fast can I be? Can I come down with the sickness? Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Very uh, viral video. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Peter, did you say you wanted to do your thing? Uh, yeah, okay. I'll do my thing. Yeah. Uh, Enough about Michael. We talked about him. Yeah, now. He's geez. fine. Now we, we know he's it. fine. He's okay. It matter. God. Um, so, not so long ago, a couple of weeks ago, maybe you might have noticed that a beloved broadcaster of UK television, Richard Madeley, did another Alan Partridge, as he so often does. <laughs> so, for context, for those who have no idea what either of those references are, hopefully. A good proportion of you of you are aware of what Alan Partridge is and the kind of character that he he gives off because that's kind of harder to quantify or, or to put into words. But uh, there's a, a broadcaster, a TV presenter in the UK who's been in the business for decades now, Richard Madeley, um, who quite often just comes out with just the most bizarre, strange, blunt, sometimes weirdly graphic too much information remarks just on live tv mm-hmm. and very often you'll then see the clip trending uh with you know accidental partridge as the hashtag and things like that um you guys are aware of this aren't you i'm sure yeah um, this is, yeah rich is in richard and judy that, yes. that fame mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and very quickly um, to summarize alan partridge he's a fictional presenter he is and he has the hubris of a far more talented presenter Mm. i think that kind of explains him Mm -hmm. um and uh, not so long ago 
Richard Madeley did another Alan Partridge. Um, he currently presents Good Morning Britain. I don't know if he's doing it full time or not, but uh, he so that's a sort of magazine show. It plays in the mornings on I don't know ITV or something, and they talk about current 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 affairs and news stories and things like that, and do various little bits uh, and VTs and things. And one of the things they were talking about a couple of weeks ago was vets bills. Um, and Richard Madeley, in order to introduce the segment, comes out with, now, vets bills, uh, how much is too much? What's too expensive? Is there a point where you say, too expensive, the dog has to die? Um, you know, really blunt, like straight to camera, doesn't bat an eyelid. He just says that on live TV. So that's Richard Madeley. Uh, I have come up with a classic vidiot style game or podiot style game where we have to guess what's real and what's fake. I give you madely or made up. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. Well very done. good. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so I've got some real quotes of Richard Madeley's here that were said on television and some of them, maybe all of them, maybe none of them, uh, are fake and made up. Um, there is, I've got sort of two different sections here. The first chunk uh, are things that he may or may not have said to actual celebrities while interviewing them. And mm. the second is more just things that were said on various morning breakfast shows um, with with a whole range of topics. So, uh, madely or made up, I'll give you the first one, two, three, four, five. These are the celebrity ones. Okay. And uh, you can guess which ones uh, you think are which. So, to Scylla Black, this was, he was talking to Scylla Black. The thing with you, above all, it's determination, isn't it? Because you are, and I know you won't mind me saying this, my dear, you're well past your use-by date, aren't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh fucking hell. He said oh. that. Okay, well, I'm, is that your, do you want me to go through them all first? Or is oh, that, okay. you just... sorry, I don't mean to disrupt your, your flow. You're, Feel no, no, you, I, I'm saying if you want to place your throw your hat in the ring right now, that we can we can go there. Um, what go do you on. think, Mikey? Go on, be brave. I say we live a little, and I could just so picture that. Yeah, that's got to be. I feel like I've seen that because Alan Partridge has had a new show recently, hasn't he? Where he had to, where he's had to like step in on a similar magazine style show mm. to Richard. Like the parallels here are, <laughs> yeah, they're thick. Um, yeah, he said this to Silla Black, I think. Uh, he did not. That is made oh, up. Oh, very convincing. Yeah, Thank very you. well done. It's, for those who don't know who Richard Maley is, just starting to get a flavour now of the kind of things that he either does say or sound like they could have been said by him. Uh, so number <laughs> two. Feeling this man is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just he just puts his foot in his mouth constantly. That's it. You know, he's just comes out with the craziest stuff he, they'll they'll get an idea for exactly what he's like when we hear some maybe some real ones um so this was allegedly to john lyden or johnny rotten of the sex pistols if we could throw a fishing rod into the corridors of time and reel you in you'd throttle you wouldn't you wow there's a there's a lot happening there that's quite isn't a dense there? one isn't it wow. yeah what do you think do you want to that doesn't sound that? like the maidly I know and love. <laughs> Why isn't he talking about the Da Vinci Code, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> he put a little sticker um, on 
on on in his head of like the Richard and Judy reading club and give it to Sid Vicious and off he went. Yeah, that sh- should be as simple as that. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I'm going to let Michael answer this one. I'm going to say no. That sounds it's it sounds too complex for like an off the cuff slip of the slip of the tongue when he wasn't that thinking. one is apparently real. Wow. What he Jesus said that Christ. to John Lydon. Uh, number three to Bill Clinton. Uh, I know what it's like to be wronged by the press. I was once accused of shoplifting. Unlike you, though, I knew I was innocent. <laughs> Sorry, can I... I just get the previous one? Was that? Did he say the corridor of time? He did the corridors okay. of time. If we right. could throw a fishing rod in a fishing <laughs> rod as well, yeah. Uh, if we could throw a fishing rod into the corridors of time and reel you in, you'd throttle you, wouldn't you? Okay, fantastic. He, he did just, say that. Just making a note, because the corridors of time is definitely the title of this episode and also <laughs> a straight-to-TV Doctor Who movie, I'm fairly Isn't sure. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. Um, I do not believe for a second that Richard Madeley has ever had access to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. <laughs> that was my thought as well. Yeah, that sounds too lofty. This is allegedly true. What, what? the fuck? You guys are not for three so far. Fuck, God. we're not doing well, are we? Uh, the next two have a common theme, so I'm going to give you both of these. Uh, I'm not saying they're, that one is one and one's the other, or they're both the same or whatever, but I'll just give you both of them because okay. there's a common theme. Uh, to Kira Knightley, can we get some makeup, please? Get Kira looking like a crack whore. She'd make a good crack whore. Excuse me. So and, that and was... the next one is this and, just the one the where he's one? bad to women? <laughs> well, no, no. The common theme. Well, you'll you'll see. Okay. This is to Russell Brand. Uh, and so, even if I was to tell you right now, hey, I've got some cocaine in my dressing room, you wouldn't be the least bit tempted, would you? <laughs> What a dick. What? So, oh, what do you think of both of those? Um, the, f- the second one seems plausible. I could see him being yeah. little Billy Big Bollocks and trying to tempt a celebrity into doing <laughs> drugs. <in> his- <laughs> yeah, the first one, if he called... I mean, we've things are still terrible in, in a lot of ways, but I feel mm. like we've come a long way in the past 20 years. I feel like maybe he... Not that he, to be clear, he never should have said that to Kira Knightley if he did indeed say it. But if he said it 20 years ago, when she was like just starring in Pirates of the Caribbean, he might have gotten away with it. If he said it recently, that's it. That's game over for him. You can't call someone a crack whore. You, you, should, ne- you should never call someone a crack whore. No. No, well, right. if if that one is real, and I'm not saying whether it is, I don't have a date on it. I've not. Okay. I don't have dates on any of these, so I can't help you. Okay. But okay. so, what are your thoughts? So that, that's the last two celebrity ones. So, are you saying are you saying that Kira Knightley wasn't real? He didn't call her a crack core. I want to believe that Richard is better than that. Yeah, I'm going to say she isn't real. And Russell Brand, did you say that sounds believable? Does, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It does sound but... plausible to me, that one. Yeah, let's go for real for that one. I'm afraid all 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 of your answers <laughs> so far have been the inverse. Oh, so, what? we got none of them right. What? He told Kira Knightley she'd make a good crack whore. Oh my and God. I put oh, bad words in his mouth and made him try to tempt Russell Brand back into a life of drugs, which he did. I'd, I'd rather he did that, to be honest. God. Mm-hmm. That's a really bad... I'm See if I can find out when that crack whore one was, because I'm morbidly interested. Yeah. Uh, Richard Madeley. 
Careful you don't uh, see a list of quotes because there's five left and you might oh, see some oh, real so ones. I didn't realize. Oh, there are more. There's two rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Which it doesn't stop. So those were the celebrity interviews. Um, and now we're on to just little little segments he's done for, for morning TV shows. Uh, so here we go. To a man crying after meeting paramedics who saved his life. Stop crying. This is supposed to make you happy. Anyway, after the break, the biggest dog in the UK. And he really is big. Don't miss it. <laughs> That's got to be real. Please. Oh, but I, I, I'm going to go with the inverse then because I want that to be real, but we've been wrong every time so far. So okay. I'm going to flip side it and say fake, even though that is comedy gold if it's real. That is real. What the <laughs> fuck? Even if it was just stop crying, this is supposed to make you really happy, that would be a bit, a bit harsh. But anyway, after the break, the biggest dog in the UK, and it really is big. Don't miss it. Oh, oh God. my God. Oh, I would I miss love that for the world, Richard. Fuck. I've, I've not been able to find specific information about the Kira Knightley one. It just brings right. up lots of listicles. Mm, yeah. Um, on the subject of soup... Remember that soup I made last week? Absolutely horrible. Had to throw it in the garden. <laughs> I guess he's talking just, to Judy here. He's just got nothing interesting to say, does he? <laughs> Quality British television. Um, uh, I could see that just being an offhand comment. Maybe last week he was like, oh, I'm going to get into making soups. And he's just updating everyone who's super eager to hear about it. I think that's fake. I think that's a fake one. That one is real. Damn. Yes. Got three left. Uh, this is Richard Madeley on beauty standards. I've never met a single woman who's happy with the way she looks. Except, uh, sorry, let me start that again. I've never met a single woman who's happy with the way she looks. Except Jordan, although I've never met her. <laughs> that was a bad time for me to take a drink. Um. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, that one is not real. Yeah, I'm going to go not real as well, I think. That one's real. <sighs> what? He's just full of them, isn't he? Uh, he is. Two left. Richard Madeley on politics. You sort of get a choice with Blair, really. Either accept him for who he is and get on with it, or lie awake at night worrying about the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah, I want that to be real. That's good. That one's made up. Oh, I made that one up. you cracked God. yourself up, Peter. Slippery. Well, I thought I'd try and sell it a bit. You did. You sold it. Hook, line and sinker <laughs> yeah. right into the corridor of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just laughing at the thought of him actually saying it because you know you can hear it. You can hear it. I can. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is the last one now. Um, so this is on the 2001 honors list. Um, now, now you're going to think I'm joking here, and I'm not one. Sorry, I can't read. Now you're going to think I'm joking here, and I'm not for one minute suggesting they should be knighted, but I truly believe Rob Hull and Emu are long overdue a CBE for services to entertainment. Wait, I'm, Rob Hull and Emu? Rod Hull. I may have Rod, said Rob, uh, but it's it's well okay, yeah, Peter's I, Children's I am, Entertainment Wheelhouse, that one. I am familiar with this, this nightmare puppet. <laughs> yeah, it was a man who, in the 70s i guess maybe the 80s he used to go around with a, a an emu puppet where he had his hand up the emu's neck and he could do its beak with his mouth and it would look like he was holding it because his jacket would be like draped over the emu so it looked like he didn't have his arm up it and then he would just go at michael parkinson and 
anyone. He would, whatever show he was on, he would attack them with this emu. Like you'd get an emu in the face, round the neck, and that was kind of all they did. They just used to go on TV and assault people. <laughs> He's just wearing a free pass on his wrist to be to do assaults on television, and that's yeah. his whole bit. That's why he gets hired to do. He's living the dream. <laughs> yeah, literally living the dream. I'm assuming you guys are familiar with the vi- video of the guy who's walking his emu down the road. Yes. His name's Boris, and he's you're an walking, asshole. Walking, he's an asshole. <laughs> it's a uh, fucking emu. Walking a fucking ostrich down the street, man. He's a fucking, fucking emu. <laughs> His name's Waters. He's an asshole. He's a he. He's a he. And he's an asshole. It's a very good video. <laughs> it's great. Oh, my God. Uh, that so one is real. Think? Sorry. Yeah, I, I like to believe that. Richard is just such a big fan that he wants 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 these people to get recognition that they so sorely deserve. Mm. Uh, that one's fake. Oh, oh my god! Out of ten, we both got one right. You got one each, I think. Out of ten, I really got you. Too challenging. Yeah, very convincing. My fake Richards. Wow, well, that was dicks. fun. Fake dicks. <laughs> it was great to see your fake dicks, Peter. Lot of fun. Thank you for bringing them along, Pete. Peter. Uh, let's have another question. This is from It's Gavin at It's Gavin Wood Words. What? Hang on. It's Gavin Words. That threw me on Twitter. Gavin says a truly important question. You need to give up one for the rest of your life: pizza or burgers. All variations of either. No cheating with calzones or bean burgers. If you have to ask for clarity, it's probably not allowed. Sorry to be specific, but I know what you're like. Oh, yeah, we are terrible. We do try and find little workarounds. It's Pizza true. or burgers, which is the shittest one? I would be interested well, I mean, in a that's... vegan perspective on this conversation <laughs> that's, as well. That's that's my role on the show, is the vegan perspective. Bring yeah. in the vegan perspective. <laughs> it was disgusting. I had to throw it in the garden. We go <laughs> We go to our <laughs> vegan correspondent, Michael Johnson. <laughs> I've eaten six heads of lettuce today, lads. I'm feeling great. I've had so much <laughs> stuffing. <laughs> I just lie in Richard Madeley's garden with my mouth open, <laughs> hoping for some delicious veggie dregs. I am not. I, I, I'm not crazy about burgers. I, I just feel like even good burgers are usually sometimes a bit eh. Like, mm. I, I, would, I don't think, like, as part of me, that would be remiss if I never had a burger again. But pizza, my God, that's, that's the essence of life. There's nothing better. And yeah. you fold it over, make a calzone, bam. It's multifunctional. It's great fun. You can make it yourself. You can try it yourself. Try it yourself. Go on, do it. Yeah, I think I totally agree. Like, pizza is wonderful. It's delicious. It can be varied. Um, you know, you get dips with it and stuff. Uh, it's very universal as well. Like, if you have someone around, you can just say, should we get pizza? If you can't be bothered saying, <laughs> do you like Chinese? And, uh, well, I know an okay Indian around here, but they don't do very good poppadoms or whatever, you know. Pizza, you can just get pizza. Mm-hmm. And burgers can be really nice, but sometimes they can just be a bit a bit naff. They can be like a bit like if you're talking meat burgers, they can be a bit onion heavy. They put too mm-hmm. much like filler in there, or they can be a bit too drippy and juicy. Like I'm all for a slightly sloppy burger, but not not too sloppy, you know? Yeah. Burgers um, burgers these days tend to be too complex for their own good. Stacked to the why, high heavens why full of stuff. Why are they getting taller and not wider? Yeah. How am I supposed to get my, my jaw around that? 
bleeding ridiculous. Cut, cut, cut it up for oh. me, like I'm six. <laughs> what was the uh, Weatherspoons burger? The Empire, the Empire State. State. The Empire State uh, burger. I had one of those patties, this year. It, bacon it, and cheese. It's just bad. Like it's not mm. good. Full stop. The idea of it, <laughs> I'm in love with. Yeah. <laughs> the execution is pristine Weatherspoons. It is. It's very raw, well microwaved. Raw and too big. Mm. <laughs> not great. And um, it comes with, not only does it come with the, again, microwaved or reheated chips, but also like six massive onion rings, yeah. I think, <laughs> it does. if memory serves. Yeah. It does indeed. You can share a pizza, although hashtag everyone deserves their own pizza. Yeah, you can't, yes, sure. Yes. You can't share a burger. However, Five Guys is one of my favorites, and I do love a really good burger. But the thing is, especially with Five Guys, if you're, we're going to make a lot of people hungry with this conversation, I think. And mm, by the I'm way, hungry. the rest of the questions are all about food because I was in charge. <laughs> no. um, but if you get like a really greasy burger, like from Five Guys, that's the only way they can be really good, in my opinion, is if they're like mm. dripping in grease and cheese. Mm. And at that point, they're like a solid puck you know like they're just this compact the bread spherical, goes into the patty yeah it's like this spherical <laughs> object that you can see the space it's going to take up in your stomach before you even <laughs> consume it whereas pizza is you know a little bit a little more free-flowing that you can get some some compact action going on there it's difficult and i am going to make life more challenging here for gavin is a sandwich not technically a burger because i wow. love calzones and they're amazing but equally, burgers, you know, there's a lot you can do with burgers. Lots of different types of burgers. All you need to do is just put two slices of bread the other, either side of anything. And is that not a burger or is it a sandwich? I, don't know. Uh, I think it at least has to be in a bun rather than... If you did slice bread, that's right. not a burger. I feel, um, yeah, I feel like a burger is like it's a puck-shaped object in a bun. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter what it's, what it's made up of. You can flour it and garnish it however you please, but... As long as it's got that puck in between two bits of bread. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Like if you, you know, you could put like slices, like you could put pulled pork into a sandwich and I would say that's not a burger, but you right. can get pulled pork burgers, Ooh. which are forced into a puck shape. And yeah. I think that becomes a burger at that point. What if you put like fried chicken in between two pieces of bread? Would that still be a sandwich? Possibly. I mean, obviously you get chicken burgers as well, which are a bit more kind of yeah. oval or puck shaped and they're they're clearly burgers. But yeah, if you just shoved some fried chicken mm. in a sandwich, I don't know. What are you gonna I do? honestly don't know. I'm team mm. pizza all the way, by the way. How do you expect us to answer these hypothetical questions about every little bit of the mind you should have thought about? Yeah. Come on. How are we supposed to answer these questions without someone providing us with all of the burgers and all of the pizzas in the world? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, but like Ben just said, the answer is still pizza. Yeah, you know, we're just like being awkward. Yeah, uh, another an, another point for pizza as well. I think whenever I'm drunk, my go-to, like, if if I've got the space and the money for it, is a pizza at the end of the night. Mm. It's great. It it helps absorb all the stuff, and you kind of it's kind of hard to go wrong with a takeaway pizza. Like, even though you have approximately five minutes to eat it before it goes horrible. But yeah. Yes, but what a five minutes that is. But I think with like takeaway burgers, they're a lot more dicey. I just feel yeah. like a big hunk of meat that needs to be cooked at the right temperature has more chance of making you do big bumpers the next day. Yeah, and they've all got yeah. like gristle in every every Tim. Oh, there's that mm. emu. Look, there he is. Yeah, I'm adding it to the thread. <laughs> um, Mikey, I want to know what the where we are at with the technology of 
vegan pizza? Because I know vegan burgers have been around for a long time, and those are probably pretty good now. But how's it? What's the vegan pizza sitch? It's pretty good. So there's lots of variety. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying. Especially in Bristol, there's all sorts. I think the mm. main, the main sticking point is the cheese, though. It, it, it. They haven't quite managed to match the mozzarella style and flavor. It's all, all get, got a certain twang to it, which mm. kind of tarnishes the whole experience. But I just, I just. Don't it's not bad much. though. Like, it's, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I went. In fact, I think I might have been with you at the time, Mikey, when I was on a Bristol trip post, post vidiots. Um, and we went to that one, that like cellar place, you know, you go underground to have your pizza in like oh, the vaulted, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but we went there. They have um, vegan mozzarella. I had that on my pizza because I don't want the dairy and uh, I thought it was all right. You don't get yeah. stringiness, which is a shame because that's one of the best things. But, um, you know, if if the choice is that or no cheese, which I have to get at certain outlets that don't offer an alternative, then uh, I'd certainly rather have that. Still got ways to go, but they're getting there. They're yeah. getting there. They're edible. They're at least, at the very least, they're very edible. That's yeah. good. Glad to hear it. Well, that's the argument conclusively coming down in favour of pizza. Suck it, burgers. But what mm, is yeah. pizza if not a burger where the cheese and the base are the buns and the oh. tomato sauce is the insidey no. bit? The Don't do it. Insidey no. bit. Oh. I mean, it is a big circular shape, the tomato. If you yes. if you were able to just see it with X-ray vision, that's what it would be. <laughs> exactly. A big, thin patty. Gavin, you've sent us into a tailspin here. You are mm. banned from <laughs> Podiots forever. Leave this place. Uh, Mikey, would you like to do your thing? I would love to do my thing. And yeah. in the theme of being the vegan resident, I thought I'd introduce you to Father Yod, he was the father of organic health food, Ooh, uh, at least the fad of it, in America. He also became a stinky cult leader later in life. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. The they always package. end up going that way, don't they? Yeah, yeah. these typical hippies. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before Michael starts up his own religion. I'll join your yeah, religion, good... Michael. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be fun. I have to think of some, some like a manifesto or something. Do we even need a manifesto? Can I just be the cool guy club and we sit manifesto. inside and do cool guy things? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will well, keep an eye out for an invite in the post, you two, uh, to my commune. Okay. So if you ask a, a crappy comedian what they think of Los Angeles, it'll probably take about 10 seconds to start mocking the city's obsession with organic food. But cliches about cruelty-free avocado toast and raw kombucha have to start somewhere. And some of the credit for LA's transformation into a city perpetually searching for the next hip vegetable belongs to the source which is the name of a restaurant. That's sauce as in S-O-U-R-C-E, not sauce as in ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> the, the restaurant was opened in 1969, nice, nice, by James Edward Baker. The sauce introduced celebrities like John Lennon and Marlon Brando to the trendy joys of chugging beet juice and forcing cilantro onto everything in sight. Cilantro, sorry, cilantro is something different in the UK, right? I think. Yeah, uh, cilantro is... Part and oh, what is cilantro? Coriander. Coriander. That's it. I like coriander. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, coriander's got its timeless place. It's often too much of it. <laughs> Stay out of in... it, coriander. Yeah, a little bit fine, but I was just thinking of prep. They all load on the fucking cilantro and ruin my avocado and tomato sandwich anyway. <laughs> Bastards. Much of our modern obsession with vegetarian cuisine traces back to this very restaurant. And its profits funded a horny jujitsu loving killers culty commune. Wow. Hey. 
What a man. That's a lot of interesting words in one sentence. It is. He's a very interesting man, I guess. I hope one day I can be summed up in a a manner similar (laughs) to that. A sweaty, farty, skateboard-loving vegan. Idiot. Vegan. Yeah, you've got to have all the alliteration in there, though. That's the challenge. You've got to do many things that start with the word V. So you can have a video. I'll I'll go back to the drawing board on that one. Baker was born in 1922 and served as a Marine in the Second World War, where Baker says he won the Silver Star, but official government records tend to disagree. Oh, so he's a demo dick, isn't he? He's one of those. Yeah, he's, a, <laughs> he's a big man. He likes to talk the talk, but he can't walk the walk. Yeah. So he moved from Cincinnati to LA with dreams of becoming a stuntman, but instead ended up opening the Aware Inn with his wife, Elaine, in 1958. It's quite a fall from... Um, Hopes and dreams. I mean, not that starting a restaurant isn't fun, but you want to be a stuntman, you're going to be a stuntman, right? Right? Yeah. Maybe do like little din- dinner time performances in the restaurant where you jump through a table and go around with his little crash hat and get tips. Eat oh, loads God. of coriander all in one go. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> the organic stuntman. I like it. There you go. That's a new, new variety show. Take to the streets. And at this time, Baker had also fallen in with the Nature Boys, which... I love. Um, uh, just that's a gang of beatniks who purported purported raw veganism and sadly weren't like a wrestling troupe or whatever. What do you call a group of wrestlers? Um, I think it's a cool cool boys. A grapple. Uh, the, the, the the nature boys were not a cool boy grapple group. Yeah, that it? That's what that's it. That sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Aware's organic menu, created well, well ahead of the organic food trend, reflected their influence. And in pictures from these early days, Baker actually looked just like a regular dude and not the rock star guru he'd transform into later in life. I'm just going to get a picture of Father Yod up now because it is important to get a, get a glimpse of this man and all his majesty. Okay. He's, a, he's an absolute titan. Oh, there he is. That's a good one. I can't wait to see him. He's, he's like, oh my hippie wow, Santa nice. Claus. <laughs> that um, big oh, fan. that's a small picture as well. It, it got smaller when <laughs> I clicked on. You can't even <laughs> zip. That uh, Rolls Royce hood ornament is uh, is precariously placed, very mm, particularly, yes. isn't it? Right yeah, in the crotch. But um, for those at home, just just picture like a metal hippie Santa Claus, big long flowing head. Head? Yes, he's got a long flowing head <laughs> and hair to match. Oh. Um, he's an absolute rock star so what changed what changed that led him down the cult path to go from hippie restaurant to a cult is was quite the shift but we should first mention that in 1955 baker kicked his neighbor so hard that he died oh my um, god so he's got he's got some jujitsu skills to back him up sadly he used in force which i think probably goes against the morals of the the art but oh well um, yeah you use your opponent's weight in order to kill them right is that how it works yeah, I, yeah, not yeah. not just go ballistic on them. Uh, but to be fair, the man did pull a knife on on Baker, so I guess I guess it's self defence. Mm, okay. The self proclaimed jujitsu expert wasn't prosecuted for this encounter, or the man he had killed a few years earlier in self defence again <gasps> in an un- unrelated altercation wow. with an angry neighbour over a pit bull. So he's got a pedigree at this point. Jesus, not the man you want to be steerheading your your, your conscious cafe, mm. but. His luck was up in 1963 when an irate man turned up at the inn and accused Baker of kissing his wife. And Baker said they only had a, quote, spiritual attraction 
fueled by their mutual interest in philosophy and healthy eating. The husband and somehow and the murder. <laughs> the husband somehow didn't buy that. And in the ensuing scuffle, Baker turned the man's own gun on him, which is absolutely oh, insane. Wow. He's unstoppable. He's a naughty boy. I shouldn't be glorifying this man. This is all very naughty. Mm. Um, at the end of this, he was convicted of manslaughter. And while he only served five months, his his marriage ended with Elaine. And so did his ten- tenure at the inn. It got given over to his wife. Five months for shooting someone. That's actually kind of mad. Wow. 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 So... From this point, Baker went full hippie upon his release. He threw himself into the 60s counterculture, studied esotericism, and stu- that's um, like being esoteric, not esoterrorism. I right. <laughs> stumbled on my words a bit. And he started his journey into yoga at this point. He was feeling the itch to open another restaurant, which he funded by charming $35,000 out of a random dude he met while hiking, which I think, fair play, that's a good hustle. If you yeah. can just meet someone while on a trail and get that much money out of them, maybe you are a keen businessman, or maybe he was just intimidated. Baker told his benefactor that his new establishment would be inspired by the dietary wisdom found in the teachings of Jesus Christ, as revealed through the Essene Gospels of Peace. And if you don't recall the part of the Bible where our Lord Christ gets really into sharing hummus, that's because these Gospels were a forgery by philosophy and psychology professor Edmund Bordeaux's Elke. I was going to say, there's uh, a lot of coriander in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) No, sadly, this was all... Stab thy neighbor and and turn thy neighbor's gun on themselves. And Mm. he who casts the first shot shall be... I don't know. I'm too hot to think of biblical quotes. (laughs) He claimed he... uh, The the Edmund Bordeaux-Seski claimed he stumbled across these ancient untranslated texts in, in the Vatican archives where Jesus preached vegetarianism, but they were hilariously obvious fakes. But that didn't stop these translations from finding their own little audience. And so Baker, soon after opening the source, began calling calling himself Father Yod. I guess just to, to really hammer home the, the earthliness, the oneness that he has. But the source became a massive hit. It received rave newspaper reviews and and reams of celebrity guests. It started with Sunday morning meditation and philosophy classes at his restaurant. And then naturally, he bought a white Rolls Royce and an L.A. mansion that eventually housed 150 members of the source family. So he's he's turning turning his good money into naughty money. He's spending it unwisely and making communes. Naughty, (sighs) naughty. Baker transformed himself into a guru at this stage, not just a business owner, but instead, you know, actual fully-fledged guru with, with the garb and everything and really committing to the lifestyle. But at this time, he was also a hard-working restaurateur, and that split personality was reflected in how the Source family walked a fine line between co-op- cooperative commune and skeezy sex cult. While Yod was a... <laughs> Just never going to get used to reading the word Yod. While Yod was a revered leader, people were free to come and go as they pleased, and sometimes they left for ugly reasons. One man departed because the family's teachings frowned on him, him frowned on him giving medicine to his infant son, which is fair, good on you getting out of there while that that shit's going around. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! But mostly, the family did yoga, made art, and smoked a ton of the sacred herb and made music, which is kind of cute. They even had uh, their own little psychedelic rock band and released nine albums, I think it was. Wow. Um, but it's all just kind of like psychedelic drivel. It's... Is it on Spotify? Actually, it might be. Let's have Yod. a quick... I was, I was going to bring up an example, but I think we had enough of musical examples after the uh, the Shags. Uh, oh, what's the, the band called? Source Family. Yod's Band. 
Did you mean Todd's band? No. I didn't <laughs> Todd's band? Yes. Wait. Oh, what's it? Oh. Todd's band, 2018. Yahoo. Wow. I think it. Yeah. No, they are on Spotify. There we go. Oh, no. Wow. They've only got a couple of thousand players on each song as well. So, what? Um, how do you spell it? Yah. I'm just going to copy the image. Um, yeah, Y-A-H-O-W-H-A-13. That's oh. what the band became known as. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Oh, they've oh, got the old uh, pyramid eye thing. There you go. Sonic Portation, 2008. God, they're still releasing. In a mad move, they released the album 2013 in the year 2010. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just shaking stuff up. Cute. This That's is the band. That terrible. Yeah, is it just kind of like drawn Yeah, it's like 11 and a half. I'm listening to E-R-O Shin. It's 11 yeah. and a half minutes long, and it just sounds like... It sounds like someone's dropped their guitar, and they've put a load of reverb on it, and it's just slowly fading out. Oh. Well, it's 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 maybe it'll change your life. Who knows? I might actually have to listen to some after this. I yeah, just skim through gonna, it. If, while you're while you're telling the story, I'm going to get a bit of ambient background music on. Uh, which <laughs> one are you listen to? Ero <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I just skipped it. halfway through and just just going. Whoa, 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 whoa. There we go, building a proper ambience. So back to Father Yod, who by 1973 was facing police interest because of his commune's underage members, naughty, and pressure from neighbours who hadn't bought mansions just to live next to a company of hippies. So Yod, in a move, sold his restaurant, moved their place of worship, and a few of his most, a few of his most devoted followers to Hawaii, changed his name to Yahuwah, and began wondering if he was God, I think. He kind of is. He's got he's got the swag. He's got the moves. He may as well be gone. Takes. He's got the gun. Uh, a commune leader, commune leader, a commune leader taking his hardcore believers to a remote location while entertaining ideas of divinity isn't a move with a great track record. But any potential problems were abruptly dodged in 1975 when Yahoo decided to teach himself how to hang glide. <laughs> I think you can probably guess where this is going. All right. <laughs> The 53-year-old leapt off a 1,300-foot cliff, crashed, and died nine hours later. And as a result, the family disbanded. Was that him teaching himself? Is that Was that his first time? He just was like, oh, the best way to learn is at 13,000 feet. <laughs> well, he's oh, good. God, you're right. He can't not do it. Yeah, exactly. Right? He can't feel. Yeah, probably. To our puny mortal eyes, he's dead, but he's actually living on in the skies. Yeah. Yeah. Scooting forever. I'm, I'm, I'm looking now, though. There's no... There's no indication of if he was someone with with someone at the time but yeah he did just he just jumped to his death oh brilliant rest in peace yod wow uh, um yeah and the, the the family disbanded um they had a, a relative cultural impact not quite the manson family but i uh, not that the manson family had a good societal impact but you know what i mean they didn't have didn't leave behind much of a, a record other than just the ongoing juicing trend and organic food trend mm. um which was snuck into the la scene by God. By himself. God himself. Oh, Holy shit. By that. God himself. And that's a fun little tale of why you shouldn't hang glide and join communes. No, never. <laughs> Thank you, Michael, for taking us on wow. a spiritual journey. All these sort of, you know, I don't quite want to go as far as badass, but like all these badass characters you keep finding <laughs> uh, who have amazing stories, but are quite often... Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I keep I'm accidentally finding it. monsters, or I find someone cool who died at the end of the story. I need to switch things up to be a bit happier, don't I? <laughs> Grizzly yeah. tales for gruesome vidiots. 
Oh, I like Vids. it. There we go. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. Here's another question. This is from Harrison Kalman at Gooey Bug Spittoon, who asks, or who says, sorry, Alphonse, who runs the local takeaway, has passed away and has left you three deeds to his place and his dying wish, as he choked on a bone, is that you continue his legacy in the takeaway business. Oh, hell yeah. What are you selling? Something traditional? Or are you making something completely new? Okay. Was that, he's left you three deeds, or he's left us... Three D. It is not made clear by the structure of the sentence. I like to believe that we each have a deed, we have a and deed we must each. pitch our okay. idea, and the best one gets to do it, and the other two get killed. So maybe those are yeah, those are the stakes. Maybe. Yeah, I think we become the stakes. Whoever loses, <laughs> yeah. get those cheap the cheeseburgers dinner. you get at the takeaway. Mm, yeah. Um, I think mm. many after the one historic encounter with an awful serving of cheesy chips at the chill, chill grill in i was just thinking about the chill grill yeah carry on I'm go- I, I want to bring cheesy chips to the forefront of the british high street outside of sunderland because mm-hmm. so far sunderland's the only place i've had like a a really dirty really good cheesy chips like i'm gonna use like Pizza cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, what, is it, what is it actually called? It's not just pizza cheese. I've, I said it earlier. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, he's like a good blend with mozzarella. Good thick chunky chips, seasoned, lovely. Maybe some extra sides. Like, no, bringing a touch of class to cheesy chips, but not forgetting its working class roots. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> make it make make it make it making it achievable to to people outside the north to try this delicious delicacy. So you'd have a cheesy mm. chip emporium. That's what you'd have. Yep. Nothing but cheesy chips. I don't think I need anything else. That, that's, a, oh, that's a. That's all you need. What would you call life. it? Cheese plus cheese chips. chips. Cheese, yeah. Cheese. 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 Cheese and chips. Let, come back to me with a name. I'll have one surely by the end of the show. Okay, well, I don't even have a restaurant yet in my head. So. Um... Cheesy does it. Oh, that's good. Cheesy does it. I cheesy like lover. So many. Oh, yeah, so many good ones. Mm-hmm. All of the implications are that I think you would fuck the chips in that instance, and that's not necessarily cheesy lover. Yeah. What gives them the flavour? No, no one Michael. wants a cheesy lover. No, oh, nobody God. does. Shower, please. Phil yeah. Collins, shower. Um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of calzones. I would like a calzone place. I don't know if Alphonse, the man who choked on a bone and left us the place, uh, you know what he had before. But I would like to make some sort of kick-ass calzone place where you could uh, design your own. Choose your own fillings, Ooh. maybe in multiple sizes where you could get them. There's a place around the corner from where Peter and I work uh, called, I've forgotten the name, Gingerinos. They do amazing calzones and they're the size of a pasty and they're like £2.50 mm-hmm. and they're perfect. Maybe oh, that sounds from that size all the way up to like a full size pizza folded in half. Because there is an art to a calzone, right? It isn't just a pizza folded in half. It kind of is, but it has to be prepared in like a, a a slightly different way. And there is, I've had very good calzones and I've had very bad calzones. And I suppose the needle I'm trying to thread here is for them not to be bad. And if I can do that, then we're off to the races. Mm. Yeah, I've had calzones that just had too much sauce in them and you bite into it, it becomes a, a sloppy mess. And I want, I hope you're going to be the man to come fix that. I'll try. I've got a name. Have you got a name? Yeah. Yeah. I am the one cows only. Wow. <laughs> Does that work? I like that. No, you don't. Listen it... to that tone of voice. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. that. 
I think it's great. <laughs> Come on, help me. I am the one Calzone. It's good. There's got to be there's got to be something with own in it. Calzone's are actually now I'm thinking about it, like they're underrepresented in the food world, I think. You can get them, but yeah. I think that's like a perfect like you say, making it a smaller form. You don't need a big whole pizza. Sometimes you just want like a little lunch calzone. You often have to mm. go out of your way to find a calzone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still can't think of a better name than I am the one calzone which isn't there, good. Because there isn't one. There isn't one. It, there's no better name. Nobody I'd rather no be. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there that, that was it. Chesney Hawks We've and his one worked song. worked together too long. Um <laughs> I have come up with an idea very much on the fly. I think it's absolutely flawless and nothing could possibly go wrong. Mm. Um, I think in our kind of generation um, that fish and chips are a bit underrated. I mm. think broadly across the nation, it's you know it's a staple of British culture. Um, but I kind of feel like it's more of a, you know, your mum and dad might get fish and chips um, or possibly your your younger sibling or cousin after they've been to swimming practice on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. But like our kind of our kind of group don't think of fish and chips straight away. Um, and I want to bring it back to the masses. Um, so I have come up with a... Uh, it's a bit like a fusion restaurant, but instead of fusing types of food, like, you know, interesting cultures and combining them, um, it is in fact... A fusion of it's like a fish and chip shop, but it's also like um, a sushi place in that there's a conveyor belt of different things going around and you pick your <laughs> own. And then what you do with the thing that you pick off the conveyor belt is that you it's like a fondue restaurant, but you've just got a deep fat fryer uh, <laughs> there just in front of you. Everyone's got their own and you stick things on a stick <laughs> and you stick it into the fryer and you can have whatever you like. You just dip you know, either fish or sausage or Mars bars or, or you know, an entire pig or anything you want. And you batter it and then you take it with your, with your chip, with your chips. No, it's more than one chip. <laughs> uh, with your chip. That's the other interesting thing. You get a single chip. chip. Um, <laughs> I like it. I do that. It's, uh, it's called um, Fish and Dips. Yeah, um, yeah. It's called please, uh, yeah. please don't sue us. Yeah, it's please for the love of God, sign this waiver before you enter the restaurant. It's called um, claims direct, but direct is yeah. spelled D I E and then wrecked. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's an accident waiting to. Ha- I mean, worse than an accident. It's a horrible, painful death waiting to happen. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's not really my responsibility. No, it's not. If, no, uh, it's not. No. if the dead guy is fronting up the cash, yeah. then I don't have to worry so much if it folds. So, well, yeah. great news. I think I think maybe we could run all three outfits out of this business. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so. good ideas all around. The main thing that's exciting me about dipping di- uh, fish and dips is getting like five Mars bars on the same stick. Oh and my just god! Making, like, the mega mega deep fried Mars bar. That would you be could amazing. do s'mores. You know. Stick marshmallows in there. You could oh, whatever you want. Whatever you, you could want. pay, just like a rental fee. Like bring your own, bring your own bits, and you could you could pay like three quid for the honor of getting to do it yourself. If you want to bring some weird external stuff in, that's on you. Yeah, you just yeah. have like the mafia walking in with dead bodies, saying, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I've I've brought this for my dinner, definitely." Um, yeah, we'll get the vat, <laughs> the big vat. Yeah, 
Sounds like a flawless, flawless system. It does. We need a combined name, though. Maybe we just piggyback off another existing, very uh, successful franchise. Maybe like, this is a weird choice because they're arguably not that successful. But what about just, we call it Argos. And just see if, Is it O-U-R? Our Goss. Yeah, there we are. Our Goss. Our Goss Argos with yeah. two S's. Mm, yeah. Or two G's. Or McDonald's, but with no apostrophe. <laughs> right. Yeah, you mean just you to go. pull people in? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like the sign yeah. doesn't look the same, but it's got the same business name. So if people search Argos or McDonald's, <laughs> they might accidentally come to us. Hmm. Came yeah. here for a new mattress, but I left with a calzone. I consider that a win. And I even deep fried the calzone myself. Yeah. I wonder if uh, if we all legally changed our names uh, by deed poll to McDonald, our surname, mm-hmm. could you either call it, because there's three of us, McDonald's, plural, yeah. uh, without the S, or could you like legally get around trademarks because it's your actual name and just call it McDonald's restaurant do you think like I don't know how how these things work I'm not sure can they trademark something if it's your name yeah if, if it was McDonald we might have to go like a law firm McDonald McDonald and McDonald yeah <laughs> or three guys and son three guys, three guys. That's good. It's not good. We've, yeah. we've got an impenetrable defence here. They can't come after us. You can't. We've thought of every legality. You can't touch us, we said as we launched Double Jump at the beginning of 2019. <laughs> yeah. I think we could have a, a picture of um, the Colonel, uh, Colonel Sanders, but instead of KFC, it just says BPM instead. <laughs> I would our, not eat it. I would never eat a fast food <laughs> yeah. place called BPM. BPM. <laughs> it sounds like a petrol station. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Is what about MBP? MBP that's a bit more like yeah. MVP, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. No, that's much better. Sounds premium. It won't be premium though, will it? I'm here it for will it. be shut yeah. down immediately. Uh, it's time for my thing. Yeah. I was gonna do another not the onion quiz, but then I found an onion story or a not the onion story that was so good that I thought we should just focus in on it. But it's already a. Too much of a food-heavy episode, so it's just as well you're not doing Yeah, onions. no more onions here. Can't have any yeah. onions. Uh, this is from the dailyrecord.co.uk, and the headline reads, and it's one, of those, it's one of those headlines where they've just abbreviated loads of words and made it sound stupid, so bear oh, with I me. hate that they do that. Yeah. Scott's cop called officers for help after being pursued by drone, but Dot in Sky was actually Jupiter. okay so here we go uh there's just a big old photo of jupiter with the caption the officer mistook the planet for a drone (laughs) as Uh, though he could actually see the entire planet jupiter as as depicted in the photo which i can picture in my head Exactly. I'm just going to tweet the photo out now. Uh, The subtitle for this is, It was only after a drawn-out pursuit, it says in quote marks, that she sought help from senior officers who told her it was Jupiter, some 365 million miles away. Uh, So here we go. A rookie Scots police officer feared she was being pursued for miles by a drone, but the bright light in the sky was actually a planet. It was only after a drawn-out pursuit that she blah, blah, blah. There we go. It's the subtitle again. The Here we go. The dozy PC had left a Glasgow <laughs> police station at about midnight on Tuesday and noticed the object in the sky following her. 
She tried to lose the drone as she drove towards the shopping complex at the fort just off the M8. She called the General Police Scotland complaints number on 101 and told the call handler she was being followed by a drone along the M8 and couldn't lose it. The officer, <laughs> who was in her first two years of service, was told to return to her station where she would be met by a senior officer. She was found standing in the police yard with her hood up, trying to hide from the drone, and pointed out the bright white dot in the sky. They told her it was Jupiter, which is often visible on a clear night. A police source said, The story is the talk of the steamy at her station. Nobody can quite believe it. She was very alarmed and spooked that she was being followed by a drone. Everyone was quite concerned, so you can imagine the red face and embarrassment felt when it was pointed out that the bright light following her was a planet millions of miles away. Uh, this is going to haunt her for years, it says next. Tom <laughs> Woods. just in prose? Is that just, yeah, the, it's just the, there. the writer? Has I had said to that. scroll down a big, big image, stock image of the back of a policewoman to read, this is going to haunt her for years. Uh, it's in, it is in quote marks, though. Tom Wood, a retired deputy chief constable of the former Lothian and Borders Police, said the story reminded him of a similar incident years ago. He said, A young officer discovered an old vase wrapped in a rag and reported it as, reported it as being a Ming Dynasty vase, which is worth thousands. It wasn't, of course, and from that day on, he was known as Ming. This young lady will probably find herself with a nickname for the rest of her career. The story will be told in years to come. The real test is how she handles it. Wow, is what Tom this, had to say. This writer really wants this person to be vilified for. No, his, I mean it's some a very silly mistake do. to make. But even so, uh, it concludes here with a police Scotland spokesman said officers quickly established there was no criminality and were able to reassure the woman involved. So you, uh, there we you are. could you could say, if you'll allow me, gentlemen, oh. you could say <laughs> she was duped. Oh. <laughs> What? I will allow it. I will allow it. Thank you. Yes, very good. Hmm. Oh. So if you've had a, a bad sort of rookie few years at your job, I don't think <laughs> you've, it's quite on the scale of trying to outrun Jupiter. <laughs> I like the idea of this happening to someone in another job. At least it, if you're the police, you know, there is an element of like safety and, you know, could someone be trying to you know, persecute me as a police officer? You know, I want to go into the office on Friday and tell Adam Pacitti, Adam, um, I was followed here by a drone, and I think you should do something about it. Look, it's out there. You know, it's it's a strange, mm. what a strange thing to. And it's a street light. You can yeah, see it it's... clearly <laughs> from the window. Oh. Um, I don't want to be harsh. But no, no. You just think that she would know. I mean, Jupiter it's... just looks like a big star. When yeah, you, when you it's know visible. what a it's... star is, don't you? Yeah, and, it's yeah. basically a star. All right, it's actually a planet, but in the sky. It's just like a star. Chill. Yeah. It's quite big as well. I mean, not big, but like far away. Yeah, I don't know. Not, you can usually... It's not, drones just, make noise. Like this yeah. is... You would have thought a police officer would know what a drone is. And yeah, we don't have the full story here. Obviously, we haven't heard from her pers perspective. She might, may not be in a good place. There may be some other stuff going on. So yeah, we don't want to... have been threats don't or wanna, previous... Exactly. Don't want to take the piss out of her happened with too drones, much. Yeah. But the line... Yeah. That, here we are, um, let me just find it again. She was found standing in the police yard with her hood up trying to hide from the drone and pointed out the bright white dot in the sky. They told her it was Jupiter, which is often visible on a clear night, is I think one of my 
most favorite sentences that I've ever read. It's <laughs> very good. Um, I mean, I like this is what was it? This is going to haunt. This is going to <laughs> let me take a I'll take a <laughs> screenshot of that. You will never recover from this. Uh, yeah, I will never financially recover from this. This is going to haunt her for years. Let me just pop mm. it in the thread. Here we are. Um, God, I hope she's okay. This could come back to bite us in the ass, but there we are. This is going to haunt her for years. Um, She could be. It could be worse. She could be called Ming forever. Yeah, she could. She misidentified a vase. What do you reckon they'd call her though? Drone, Jupiter, because both names are pretty cool. Jupiter's a pretty cool name. Yeah, Yeah. it's a a god, presumably, right? It's like the god of god of war or something. They Uh, could just, you know, use your line there, Peter. Say, just call her duped. Or dupe. dupe. Yeah. yeah. Dupe. What's up, dupe? What's up, dupe? It's a shame this didn't happen to you, Peter, because you, you, know, you could have been Jupiter. Jupiter? That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Jupiter. So one day, Peter, please mistake a, a planet for a drone and we'll never let you live it down. Mm-hmm. Is the Jupiter yeah. dog a cat? Wait, what? Oh, the what? Ju- oh, Jupiter. Wow, I didn't even notice the, the oh, second layer to that. God, wow. Wow. Didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going for. Did I just leapfrog no, the conversation? Just Jupiter no, was... and Peter. Just, oh, yeah. okay. Wow, I didn't even make that connection. I was like, well, that's clearly a Blue Peter reference. <laughs> I like it, though. There you go. God, this we're is, operating is... on another level of just delirium we today, aren't when, we? This is going to haunt us for years. <laughs> I will never recover from this. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on to the final question. This is from Harvey Latham at Mr. Latham97 on Twitter. I have the biggest 50s worth of question of all time. Whoa. So I was hoping this question, by the way, when I picked it, would prompt us to go back to that slice of fried gold we didn't manage to capture on the podcast. So I hope you, you pick up on it in a second. Okay. What do you think happens straight after the end of the garlic and chips video? My theory is Jugson and his cameraman got Thanos snapped, hence the video abruptly stopping. What's your theories? Yeah, well, we were talking about this at the start of the last... Well, before the start of the last podcast. We, I mean, as we often do, <laughs> I think it's talk- easy to slip into Jugson because if anyone just sort of says yeah in a yeah. very... You know, everyone else starts going, huh? and then you start talking about it. Um, and the question that... I think I think I raised it, or certainly collectively we got there. Was did <laughs> did did the person holding the camera go and ask as soon as they turned the camera off? Did they go back to the chip shop and say, "Yeah, this guy says he got an extra fifties worth of garlic on his chips." He did, fucking did he, he fucking did. Did he fuck your lying bastard? He fucking go and ask if you fucking don't believe us. Don't believe us. And then he's he, he, class he, doing stunts on his pedal bike as well and all. Plods straight back down the hill to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Here, this guy up in the in the restaurant said you got an extra fifties worth of garlic. Oh, I fucking did. did. <laughs> and it just he gets stuck in a time loop forever. Yeah, <laughs> still there to this day. Yeah. We also like the idea of. A, a completely different video being taken on a similarly low quality mobile phone during the day at the local skate park of sober Michael Jugson just doing mad stunts on his pedal bike, mm. you know, oh. having a great time. He's not on drugs. He's not on his garlic and chips. He's just on his bike. He's living life to the best. Yeah. Mm. This is making me really best. sad now that there's not an extended Michael Jugson. I know. Didn't they, like, track him down, or someone tried to, anyway? 
I think yeah, I, th- I think there's been efforts, but nothing nothing substantial's come through. Oh. I think I once saw a comment where someone corrected on what his surname is. I can't remember what it is though. It's not Jugson and it's not Johnson, but I don't remember it it's something else. Oh wait, uh, wow. I've just wow, in the description of the video there's a lot oh. of <laughs> Is there? Has he got um, like a Teespring store or something? <laughs> it, Michael Jusen of Hartlepool talking garlic. Jusen. <laughs> talking garlic. Michael Jusen. I can't hear it. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. I refuse no, to no, believe no, his name isn't Jugson. Yeah, how could it not be? I, no, they just misspelled the name in the description. Clearly. It's yeah, it's definitely. On yeah. Mm. Michael Jusen. I hope he's living of his best life. Though. talking garlic. <laughs> wow, the way that's... I did not expect it to be... They've spelled Michael wrong. Uh, oh yeah, they spelled of wrong. So that that really draws and like throws into question whether Jusen is even accurate because they can't spell Michael. They put Michael Jusen and then they've spelled of Hartlepool O V space H slash Pool. Uh, talking garlic. So, I mean yeah. that's and every letter's capitalized. It's great. Every word. Sorry, big fan of that. Well, then I think that just proves that our headcanon is just as if not more viable than whatever the truth is. Mm. Yeah. I'd say so. Oh, there yeah. we are. That's it. We've made it to the end of the podcast. Thank yes. you so much for listening, everybody. Who would like to know what's coming out on Vidiots three years Everyone ago would. this next fortnight? Yes, please. I'd love nothing more. Well, mm. I can tell you we've lost... Uh, hang on. What was that? What time period was that? We've lost 57 subscribers in the last 28 <gasps> days. So thank you very nice. much, everyone. Oh, okay. That. Just thought, well, That's less than usual, I feel. Yeah, that's, that's it's usually way worse. Yeah. Oh. I've now got to scroll for six years because I was not prepared. Uh, where did we get up to? What, what date does this episode release? Can someone help me out? Uh, it releases on... 27th of July. 27th of July. And then two weeks from there would take us up to when? Uh, the 10th of August. Thank there you very you much. 27th of July. We've got Draw the Fans. Then we've got Redstone Disaster Vanilla Minecraft Episode 8. Instant Giblets, where we played Quake Champions. <laughs> uh, Hanging from the Gallows, Vanilla Minecraft Episode 9. Post some tat, number 24, Fruity Loopers. Oh, fruity that's where we loopers. got the, the, the assorted Fruity Loopy things. Yeah, that was good. Mm, oh, nice. I enjoyed those. Yeah. Uh, Gmod Car Building Challenge. That was fun. Ooh. I think Peter put Just wheels a on a bathtub. with wheels yeah. on. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Worst games ever. Oh, no, we've even we've misspelled their name. We've put Mary Kate and Ashley Winner's Circle, not Mary hyphen Kate and Ashley, which is oh, her real name. Terrible. Oh, no. Awful. How embarrassing. really bad. Uh, Pompeii Craft is here. Vanilla Minecraft episode 10. I think that was the finale. We just set everything else on fire and blew it up. No, we didn't, actually. We kept going. Overcooked 2 breaks up the vidiots was the next ep- Was the next video. <laughs> oh, uh, stress. Who lives in a pineapple? Vanilla Minecraft episode 11. <laughs> Podiots episode 12. Milo's Purge. Ooh, brilliant. Oh, that was a good one. Historic. Post some tat number 25, we've been woolified, which is when we got those amazing woolen versions of ourselves. Fantastic. Oh, I've got so mine good. right here next to me. I've got yeah. mine in the other room on the shelf. Mine's in my little video shrine in a cupboard. Oh, shrine. Uh, time for your pills. We happy for you time capsule unboxing. It's a special Ooh. edition we got. Oh, yeah. And finally, worst games ever, Crazy Frog Racer, which is extremely relevant, Peter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
It is, because uh, the episode that's just gone out on the uh, triple jump of Worst Games Ever was Crazy Frog Racer 2. So how about that? Um, How does the sequel compare to the original? uh, It's almost the same game. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Practically Uh, indistinguishable. Weird weird mini games in it there which are good bad so that it's worth watching don't get me wrong everyone go and check it out now on on triple jump yeah. team triple jump on youtube we talk extensively about a crazy frog album which is that just sounds horrible oh, yeah we do yeah so with like 24 tracks on it or something yeah what i i've totally forgot that the crazy frog had more than well so one. did we we thought mm. there were only maybe two max uh but no they did a cover of We Are the Champions, which is We Are the Champions, but interspersed with Badum, Bum Bum, Pum Pum, Bring Ding Ding Ding. 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 Mm. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, which sounds bad, but is arguably worse. Uh, it, what, what's arguably worse is that there were various other songs that didn't have the lyrics changed at all, mm. such as Hey Baby by DJ Oxy. Yeah. You know, Ooh Ah, I Want to Know. Just a crazy that frog one. remix. Absolutely yeah. disgraceful. Mikey, I believe there's a shop, right? Oh, you're gosh darn right. If you navigate over to store.yogscast.com, you'll find a lovely array of goodies which um, are up for you to purchase. But if you want to be an extra cool, swaggy dude or dudette or other, you can go to the little video section and peruse our selection of mug, hoodie, shirt and other and you can use code VIDIOTS at checkout for 10% off everything, everything on the Yogscast store. Every single thing on that website, you can get 10% off it. Whoa. But please, if you're going to use it, use it on our stuff so you can look super duper, super duper, super duper. Do you reckon Yogscast would like be really concerned if suddenly like a thousand people used the VIDIOTS <laughs> discount code at once? Not necessarily on our merch, but just like, what the hell is going on with this vignette's code? <laughs> What's happened? Do you think I they'd yeah. be interested in that? I don't know. I think they'd probably definitely send me a message like, hey, um, what, what, what happened here? Why are you guys suddenly... You've been posting on weird forums again. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. I will say once um, I was using, you know, the... the, the web thing honey that gives you discount codes mm, yeah i once did go on the org's website and the code it presented was vidiots was so. it oh nice <laughs> yeah. amazing it must know so that other people use it i guess yeah, it's out there circulating that's great good stuff youtube twitter facebook all.com forward slash vidiots official we're also on twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations donate three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast you will join either the pl- the pumpy platoon the tiny troop or the fast crew and mikey is once again going to run through the stink squad for this week we start with indeterminate amount of monica Finn Tristam, Windy Miller, Ramble Hamble Bamble Dangle. A oh, succulent so close. Chain. He nearly got it. He nearly got it again. He said dangle. Damn it! Ramble Hamble Amble Damble. Thank you. Well done, I do can't like the dangle though, so I'm going <laughs> to give myself a pass. A succulent Chegney's meal. An excellent massage. COVID meat product. Harrison Calnan. Pro trainer. Shreddy shops at Wix. Flat arm wank. Spread cheeks, slap balls, Kez of Gallifrey, massive pectorals, Nugget Fox 42, motorboarding Anne Widdicombe, mm. and Alan Claw's big birthday. 
Woo. Mm. Thank you all. Uh, the tiny troop is Ben's Big Bouncy Bensons. Chegwin is Deadwin, R.I.P. Mr. Black, Specky Becky. Chegg Wind Waker stole my took. Mr. Blobby's Spotty Nobby. The fart was a bit much for me. He was very generous, thank you. Ben Ovi Erbich, Lord Brotovich. Labour Party Sir Kia Chegwin. Uh, I may have said Sir Keith Chegwin last time, I've just realised. Oh, I don't know. I think I heard you Sir... say Kia Chegwin, I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, you'd, yeah. Uh, why isn't Freddie Weber? Miskalisk. Linear the Magic Dragon. Uh, Donak 07. And the very, very generous Axel's Alive 95. And finally, in the fast crew, we have King Kong's Flaccid Schlong, Drew Peacock, Chexistential Crisis, Kevin from Con, Bummed as a Child, the very generous Haxel Jim Duggan, Dr. Von Von Woff the GP, the very generous Kimberly Edwards Yeebob, uh, Katie Aboobsov. There's got to be... <laughs> There's got to be There's some, something it's be... there. Am I pronouncing it wrong? I just can't see it. I don't know. Catch your boobs of? Oh, it might be. Oh, is that it? But I don't know what catch your boobs of really means. Cut your boobs off, potentially, which is just... Just just write that out if (laughs) if that's what you want. Uh, It won't be the worst thing in this list, to be honest. No, it won't. Check. I really. I tell you what. From next time, I will actually start vetting some of these. Cheggers died on a mountain. <laughs> That's the worst one we've ever had. How disrespectful. Lovely Carl Richardson. De couple jump. Mister Macker. Wanking into Nana's knickers. It didn't come home, but I came. I think I said I didn't come home earlier. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Did. Oh, Just keep swimming, Ash. Dick and Detol in Ben's bum bum. There we are. That is the Pod Squad. So sorry if we butchered it. Slash, I butchered it a little bit. This. It's just so hot. And by the time this comes out, we'll probably have like six days of rain and it won't make any sense. But trust us, this was recorded at peak warmth. It's bad. Mikey, where are you on the internet? Powerboy on Twitter. That's the best place to see me and stay up to date with me and the seagulls that are currently Mm, screaming outside. Um, So for more seagull news at Powerboy on Twitter, I stream on occasion on Twitch at Powerboy, but... Not too often, especially not when I'm a thickly boy and sweating a lot. So I will try to get back into the streaming game soon. But there's look, there's pet photos on my Twitter, so that's fun. Nice. Woo. They're very good. And Peter, where are we? Uh, we are Team Triple Jump as a as a pairing. Uh, you can also follow Ben and I on Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Confused underscore Dude. But uh, Team Triple Jump on YouTube and Twitch for um, live streams and video content. And we're finally by the time this uh, podcast goes out, back in the office filming stuff together, live action. How exciting. Whoa. That means things like Rules Boss and Cooking and potentially Prove It's eventually uh, will be back. Worst Games Ever has always been there over lockdown, but will now be filmed in person. So it's all very exciting. It is. It is indeed. Uh, finally, why not leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. It's also free. It doesn't cost you anything. You can tell a friend. You can leave a like if you're watching on YouTube. You can leave a nice comment as well. That always helps the algorithm. Uh, just just do the, you know, if you're enjoying what we do, and, you know, if you've donated to Pod Squad, you can do whatever you want. But if you haven't and you're looking for a way to give back, just share it. It's free. Yeah. Flipping free, go and ask. Yeah. yeah. Or go go and tell, I suppose. Final question for people to answer in the, the wherever space. 
What do you reckon? Um, best. Oh, um, I don't know. Best re- takeaway restaurant idea out of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's Actually, yeah. D- you tell us. Divide the fans. Yeah. Cheesy chips. Yeah. Calzones are us. D- or this is democracy manifest. Deep fry your forearm. Fish and dips. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Right, we're going to bugger off now. Stay cool out there and be hydrated. Be sensible as well. Don't take any unnecessary risks because the UK is now apparently fine and COVID is gone. Be safe and be well. And we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.